listening to The Creative Pod, episode 12. Should I be worrying about SEO on my Etsy site? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Creative Pod. Um, first, I want to apologize for my um, absence recently. I Pretty much everyone in my family has been sick, and it's um, just kind of been going around, I'm guessing, because school got back in session, and um, my throat has been killing me. Very, very, very sick. Definitely didn't have a podcast voice. Um, still is coming back very slowly. So bear with me if I sound a little bit off, but I do want to apologize. I have some great things still in the works, very excited about, and I'm definitely going to be having those interviews with awesome creators coming soon. Just kind of had to put a pause on things with everyone being sick and the babies being sick and just everyone feeling under the weather. So again, I'm so excited to be back today. Um, So yeah, so today we're going to be talking about SEO on Etsy. And for anyone who was like me, you know, about a year ago, who has no idea what I'm even talking about, and obviously probably doesn't know if they're doing things correctly to help out their SEO, let's start from, you know, beginning, beginner's level. So SEO stands for search engine optimization. So the way I describe it to people is this is how websites like Google, um, Yahoo, um, any kind of search engine, mostly it seems like it's Google. Um, this is how people type in phrases or keywords and your shop, your website pops up if it is associated. So this is one of the biggest struggles as a business owner is you will type in, you know, a, pretty much a listing that you have on your Etsy store. So let's say it's a Mother's Day t-shirt that you're selling and you type in Mother's Day t-shirt, but you're not finding your listing. You're not finding your listing on Google. You're not finding your listing, you know, even on Etsy, for example. Well, that typically means that your site is lacking SEO. And I'm going to give you all the necessary tips that you should be following, not only on Etsy, but any of your um, platforms that you sell on, your own personal websites, your own blogs, anything that you're wanting people to be able to find by searching for something that you are providing. These are going to be great, helpful um, tips to make sure that you're following. But they are, you know, some of these are specific to Etsy. But again, you can use these in any platform. You can take, you know, what I'm saying and kind of twist it into it making sense on the platform that you are using if it's not Etsy. Um, But yeah, so like if you've been struggling on why are you not getting views, why are you not being found when you even search on your own cell phone, like not logged into your store, why are you not being found? You know, I have that happen in the past where 
I'd created a new store on Etsy and every single time I would search for something I was selling, I was never found. And I definitely had no idea what SEO was. Um, and I've done some research now and there are just, there are a couple things that you can do. It's pretty easy, not very time consuming, and it really can make a world of a difference in your business. So let's just jump right into this. And again, I'm so excited to be back recording and I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Okay. So first things first, I'm going to go ahead and start off with what I consider the most important part of SEO. So if you don't take anything from this episode, just take this. Like this is the one thing you've got to make sure that you are doing and it will have the biggest influence on your business and your search results. It is all about words. (laughs) Um, So for example, You have, when you're creating a listing on Etsy, you have to create the title of the product. You have to create, you know, pick the category of the product. You have to also have a description of the product. And then you also have to have those keywords, key tags down at the bottom that you have to insert, you know, that are going to describe your product. And a lot of people think that that is the end of the SEO. Like the SEO for Etsy is just those keywords, key tags, That is not the case. That is actually one of the biggest misconceptions of Etsy. And they actually give, um, you know, their own personal advice, but sometimes people forget that like Etsy has those tools for sellers and I'll try to link those in the description. But um, again, you have to have those all connected on your listing. So let me help this make sense. So let's say you are selling a, um, let's do a decal for a car. Okay. For a car window decal. So you go to your category and you find the category that makes sense. Um, I'm guessing it'd be like bumper sticker, for example, that category title needs to also be in the title of your product, as well as the first 160 characters of your description of the product, as well as used in your keywords and your key tags, not so, you know, plain as in bumper sticker, but the words bumper sticker needs to be in one of your tags. So, And I promise you this will all make sense. Just bear with me. So again, your category is bumper sticker. So let's say your bumper sticker is of a flower. It's of a sunflower. So your title, for example, would be sunflower bumper sticker for car window. For example, So you just use the category bumper sticker and your title. So in your description, your first things you need to say, this product is, or this listing is for a yellow sunflower bumper um, sticker for your car window. Describe, you know, what it is, the measurements, um, what it's used for, you know, if it's easy to apply, whatever kind of inputs you want to give, but make sure that you say 
bumper sticker, and words from your title also in your description. As well as, again, at the bottom when you're putting in those tag words, put bumper sticker window, bumper sticker car, um, flower bumper sticker. Make sure you're using that word bumper sticker. Now, biggest mistake you can do, not biggest, but one of the most common mistakes is you've already got your listing under the category of bumper sticker. There is absolutely no reason, and Etsy even says this on their website, you do not need to put a key tag as bumper sticker. It's already in the category of bumper sticker. So if anybody searches bumper sticker, it's already going to be there. Don't waste one of your precious 13 tags on a tag that's already been labeled on your item. You know, try to also be a little bit more specific on those keywords. Like when I search for anything on Etsy or anything online, I'm not just going sticker. I'm typing in bumper sticker for my car, flower bumper sticker. Like I, I'm going to get specific if I know what I want. If I just am typing in sticker, most likely I'm just wanting to browse. I'm just wanting to see what's out there. Um, I have no idea. I'm definitely not a determined seller or buyer, which is ideally who you're wanting to attract to your listings. So make sure you're being specific. Also, there's less competition the more specific you are about your listing. And you might think in your head, well, you might not be seen as much, but th that's really not the case. You're being seen by more people who are not decisive on what they want. They, they have no idea what they're looking for. They just typed in bumper sticker. That's it. They didn't type in flower bumper sticker. They didn't type in, you know, car window sticker or anything specific. They're just browsing. And then you are competing against everyone else on Etsy that is selling bumper stickers of any sort. When really, you'd rather spend that time and that energy being shown to people who are actually looking for a bumper sticker of a flower. You think the odds of you, you know, being that provider for them and your your item being seen a lot more frequent by people who are actually invested in buying, that is the key here. So having those category, those key words show up in multiple locations on each listing is key. So <clears throat> I mentioned 160 characters. So Google, for example, it uses the first, you know, 160 words of a description. Like that's what Etsy gives to Google to then search from. Today's episode of The Creative Pod is sponsored by Cricut. I personally use a Cricut machine on my Etsy business, and I can't say how much it's changed my life. I wouldn't have my business. I wouldn't probably be on this podcast and creating amazing things without my Cricut machine. 
And right now for all Creative Pod listeners, they're giving us a special discount code that will be used on all of their products from machines to vinyl to the tools, everything that you need. So make sure to go check out the link in the description and get your hands on a Cricut machine. It could literally change your life and you could open a business right away and make some extra money or make a full-time job out of it. It really, they are just amazing. Everything about them and they have great resources and tools to get you started. So again, thank you so much Cricut for, you know, supporting the creative pod and make sure you guys go check out that code. Thank you. So what does this mean to you? So the first, and it's, it's not 160 words, it's 160 characters. I'm so sorry. Um, but what does this mean to you? When you are being searched, when, you're, when your store is being searched for, or when something you are selling is being searched for, you want to make sure that those first 160 characters are describing your product in the best way. So you're going to, for example, put in, This listing is for a flower bumper sticker for your car window. Are you looking for something unique or looking for a unique bumper sticker? You know, just different things that you think fits. People would search for your product. So like if you were the actual buyer, if you were the one searching for this product, what would you type into Google? Put that in the first 160 characters of your product's description. Don't just start out by saying like, this listing is three inches wide, three inches tall, because that's not going to be searched. No one's going to go to Google and just start typing three inches wide, three inches tall, whatever. That That's not going to bring up bumper stickers. That's not going to bring up anything they're probably looking for. Now, make sure that you're being a specific, you know, and having, you know, trendy sayings. So, hippie flower bumper sticker, you know, that that's going to bring a specific target to your listing, which again, those are buyers that are already ready to buy. Those aren't people that are just grazing most likely. So those are the ones that we are looking for. Those are the eyes that we want to see our products. So again, make sure then that in your key tags, you're putting in hippie car bumper sticker. You know, I know you don't have, you only have so many characters, but hippie sticker, hippie um, flower decal, whatever you can think of to make it more specific. Because again, you don't want to just put sticker out there. You don't just want to type in flower. If you typed in flower into Etsy right now, oh my goodness, the amount of listings that would pop up would be outrageous. You would not be found most likely unless it was just the odds on your side. Um, but there's so many listings that would come up for flower. So again, make sure you're being specific. Use those longer, you know, um, key tags and phrases for your specific keywords at the bottom. You know, the long tail, I think is what they're called. They, they're just longer sayings. Put those in your keywords, your key tags at the bottom. Use them. Um, you can use them in your, your title Just make it all connect because the more that Google and these search engines see, you know, they, 
it's very hard for them to find out what your purpose is and what the purpose of your site, what the purpose of your shop is if you're not using words frequently. So let's say you're a store that only sells headbands and every single listing you have is going to be a headband. There's nothing else. Well, most likely Google's going to be able to figure that out because every single listing is going to say the word headband in it so that it will be, it will feel confident in telling people that are searching for headbands. This is a store that we know, this is a website, we know that talks or sells and discusses headbands because multiple pages, multiple listings are saying the word headband. There's no other, you know, there's really not a whole lot of um, confusion. It's not like that's headband and then t-shirts are thrown in there too. It's just headbands. So they will feel very confident, you know, connecting buyers to this store because they're searching for headbands. They have headbands. Great. Well, if you're a store like most of us where you sell multiple different items, well, Google doesn't really know what you sell. They're not going to feel confident, you know, giving that information to customers if just on one out of 20 listings you have bumper sticker. It's not going to then send customers that are searching for bumper stickers to your store because there's one mention of bumper sticker, but not anything else. And this customer wants bumper stickers. They're not searching for bumper stickers and t-shirts and um, keychains. That's, that's not what's happening. It's They are searching for bumper stickers. So they're going to find another store that's just like the headband store. And I hope this is all making sense. But the more times you are using specific phrases in your listing, in the keywords, in the titles, in the descriptions of the product, and then, you know, if you do create a similar product, Use similar keywords, like they don't have to be identical, but make sure that that bumper sticker keyword is is getting used in the title and the description. Just change it up. So again, let's say it's a flower, you know, that you're selling, the bumper sticker flower, and then you also then start selling um, alien bumper stickers. Well, make sure bumper sticker is still in there. Make sure, you know, you can still even throw in hippie you know, alien sticker, whatever, use as many similar words so that Google knows like kind of what your um, vibe of the store is. And usually as a creator, you are creating somewhat similar things. Um, and, you know, if, if your products are varying that much from one another, maybe then think about opening another shop on Etsy. Think about, you know, separating your items. So that way, again, when Google has customers that are searching for specific things and you have those, but you also have two other specific items that you sell a lot, Google will still feel confident sending customers to your store. So you want to make it as easy as possible to where it all your listings all make sense, that Google feels confident knowing what your store is all about, what you're selling, what, um, you know, what are you trying to put out there for customers? Are you an organic seller? Like you only use um, organic products to create your to create what you're selling. Make sure that's in. That's something that's very important to you. Make sure that's in 
all of those keywords and those tags, everything. Make sure the word organic is used because then when people are searching for organic t-shirts or organic candy and, or whatever it is, your listings are going to pop up. Your store will be one that is found from Google or from searching on Etsy because those search engines feel confident in your product and what you're selling because you have those keywords mentioned several times and this is what the seller is searching for. Okay, so let's move on to another helpful tip for um, all you Etsy sellers out there. So having a blog that kind of coincides with your store and your website is super crucial of being found on SEO. It, it really it really does help, again, kind of like give Google and Etsy that, you know, push that they need to really feel confident that you are selling what you're selling. This is what your store is about. By using blogs, that's going to get you more clicks. It's going to be shared on Pinterest. It's going to be found on different websites, not only just your Etsy store. Um, and that way, again, you have a little bit more um, authority online. Like you, you have more of a presence online to where they will take you serious. This is, we are confident in saying, this is what this store is about. This is based on, you know, how many times this is being shared, how many times this is being viewed. And that doesn't mean that you have to have a huge following like whatsoever. It's just the more times that your items and your store name and your products descriptions and everything is being shared out there, the more it's not, you know, it's, it's just being noticed and it's being noticed in a positive way too, because it's being reshared. And that's something really big to Google to also, you know, have that way of feeling confident and recommending your store to its customers. Because at the end of the day, people go to Google because they find the answers they're looking for. If everyone went to Google and typed in, you know, what's the best restaurant near me? And it only gave horrific restaurant choices and you went to these restaurants and it was horrible. You're never going to go to Google again for restaurant choices. So that's what they're trying to avoid. So make sure that you are, you know, using a blog or a Pinterest or a post or a Facebook, different ways that you can connect your store out there in the world not just alone on Etsy. Hi, fellow creators, it's Bridget, and I'm just stopping by to let you know that you can actually hire my services now. I am here to help you editing any of your listings for any of the platforms out there from Etsy, creative market, design bundles. Let my years of hard work and time spending researching these platforms create and generate sales for your business. I'm here to help you learn. And honestly, with a couple tweaks here and there that you might not be thinking about, it really can change your game. So make sure you go to the creative pod blog and click on the menu and you will see a page that says hire me. And you can go from there and kind of see the different options that I offer. It is so worth your time. And honestly, it's um, a way for me just to be able to help others create and grow and manage their business. And we're all here to win. So 
definitely go check that out. Again, Creative Pod blog. And you can actually go to the creativepod.org.com or creativepod.org. Again, creativepod.org. And then go to the menu and it says hire me. Thank you. Also, another tip that I think a lot of us kind of put to the side when we're creating our Etsy store and then we honestly forget about it and don't go back to it until you hear something like this and then you go back and you (laughs) fix it all up. Um, Not speaking on um, experience whatsoever over here. Um, No, but the about page on your Etsy website is crucial. Um, Again, putting those keywords to describe your store so that when Etsy does, you know, provide you as a tool for buyers, they know what your store is about, you know, making sure that you throw in those, you know, key words that you're going to also be putting on your listings. So for example, if you are selling wedding, custom wedding dresses, like putting in the words 2019 trendy wedding dresses or, you know, new summer wedding trends, you know, tags that people are actually going to search for when they search for your items. Again, you want to try to be as specific as possible when using those words, because if you just put in wedding dress into Google or into Etsy, Oh man, the competition will be fierce. Like it, you'll have so many people and honestly, your items aren't going to be at the top because then at that point, when they do a generic title, a generic keyword, that's when you're going to have the people that have the recognition and have the, the backup and the proof of experience. Those are going to be at the top because again, Etsy and, and other search engines, they feel confident recommending these products based on the the phrases that were typed in. And that's the whole goal. They want their customers to be happy. They feel confident that if you purchase an item from this specific seller, you are going to have a great experience because they have proof of it. Now, that's not fair totally to the newbies out there, but that's why using these SEO you know, tips are going to be crucial to getting you seen on this platform without having that backup and the history to prove yourself. Because all these stores started out exactly where you are starting out. Always remember that. It's very easy to look at the competition and and want to be where they are. And how can you have that as soon as possible? And it does take time But doing things and researching information like this and changing titles and keywords to make sense with, you know, how these search engines are looking up your information and and your specific products, this is where you are going to be set out and set apart from from the competition that is out there on Etsy. Because I guarantee you, and I know this for a fact, because I, I know so many people that do have Etsy stores and different types of, you know, handmade businesses that do not spend a lot of time researching, you know, things like this. This they 
just wake up and they they focus on their products and that's really they're hoping that their products are going to sell based on what they are and and that is totally fine and justifiable and I get it but also if you're not getting those customers to the website to even look at your products you're ultimately failing from the get go so make sure you know, do some research, look up SEO, find other resources that you can. There's so much, there's so much, (coughs) excuse me, information out there for you to look at and learn from. And, you know, it, it will all help in the long run. So use that little bit of time that you have each day to, you know, spruce up one of your listings. I know when I was doing the research just alone on this episode, I was like, man, I've got some work to put in. You know, there are a couple listings that I haven't done as much, you know, um, detailed keywords that I could, and that can definitely help out my store and get it seen more. And again, at the end of the day, get more sales, which is what why we're all here. So definitely make sure to make those changes, you know, and test it. Keep keep track of everything that you change and see if you can see the results. Because if you don't see the results, then it's not worth your time and energy. So make sure, you know, if you do go in and change a listing, make sure write down today's date and, and say, this is, you know, little notes. Like I changed the title. I did this. I did that. And then go back, you know, in 30 days and see, did I get more views on that product once I changed so-and-so and and this listing and the keywords and I focus more on SEO? Did I get more views? Did that turn into more sales? You know, what is the outcome of this of this energy and and is this all worth it? Or should I be spending my time maybe somewhere else? So I, I am really, really, I'm very confident that these simple changes, they're not too time consuming, but they can really alter your business and and make you more profitable and get more sales, more views. And again, that's why we're all here. But thank you so much for catching up, you know, with the creative pod and I'll make sure to upload the blog a little bit later and I will make sure to not go away for as long as I did, um, hopefully, anytime soon. I'm hoping we're all going to be slowly uh, getting back to normal, but I'm really enjoying this podcast. I'm really enjoying all the feedback we've been getting, and I'm just so excited to keep on um, creating stuff with you guys. So make sure you go out there and create something awesome.